Welcome to this week's edition of the All Saints Lutheran Church podcast. All Saints is a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We are located in Davenport, Iowa. Each week we bring you the digital edition of the weekly sermon. Enjoy! The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. <coughs> Tuesday night, in our Tuesday night Bible study, we had the Beatitudes, but we had Mark's version because we're studying the Gospel of Mark. And when we went over the Beatitudes in Mark, we looked back to see what came before it. And it was very interesting what became, came before the Beatitudes in Mark's Gospel. One story that came right before it was James and John coming up to Jesus and asking, I want to sit at the right and he wants to sit at the left side. And Jesus says, nah, you don't get to decide. The story that came after that was children were coming up to Jesus and the disciples decide to barricade the door and say, children don't get to go here. And Jesus said, now wait a minute, you don't get to decide for me. I'll decide and let the children come. The next story that came then right before the Beatitudes in Mark's gospel was the disciples let the rich man just have full sprint into Jesus and to sit right at Jesus and have any question he wanted to have with Jesus. And Jesus then confronted the rich man and says, look, buddy, sell everything you got and then we'll talk. Because the rich man thought he had kept all the Ten Commandments. And it was after those three stories in succession that Jesus said, okay, I've had enough. James and John wanting to sit the right and left, the disciples trying to keep children away, and the rich man thinking he was in like Flynn because he was rich. And Jesus set the disciples down and said, wait a minute, let me tell you how the kingdom of God's going to go. And if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times to you in sermons, it's important for us to know the context in which we're in. So that was Mark's gospel, and today we are in Matthew. And it's always important because every gospel writer has their own spin on very similar stories. And they each have their own ideas that they really want to press forward and they want people to understand. And Matthew's no different in that way than, than Mark or Luke or John. He has his own things that he wants to share with us. And so we have to look at this text in its context. First of all, we are in what chapter of Matthew? Five. Okay, that tells us we're very early in the gospel. For some reason, Matthew wants you to get this story right away. And so it's important then to look back and say, okay, so what comes before this? 
So if we were to go back to chapter 3, Jesus at the end of chapter 3 gets baptized. The beginning of chapter 4, he's in the temptation. He's out in the wilderness being tempted by Satan. So just a chapter before this, he's being tempted by Satan. As soon as he gets out of the wilderness, it's like 4 verse 12, something like that. He then begins his ministry in Galilee with the Gentiles. And right after that, he then calls his first disciples. And four verses before the Beatitudes, we have Jesus in just four short verses. He's preaching and he's teaching and he's healing people. And it's a crowd of people that he's with. So then we have Jesus with the Beatitudes. And what the Beatitudes becomes for Matthew then is Jesus' inaugural address. It is at the very beginning of his ministry. Now he declares, this is who I am, and this is what I've come to do, and this is what I expect the kingdom will look like, and this is what I need you to be doing here. So we move very quickly from his baptism into his inaugural address. And Matthew does this really incredible job of setting up the story for us. What he does is he takes Jesus, and our, and our lesson begins, Jesus goes to the top of a mountain, Right? So picture this in your mind's eye if you can. Jesus goes walking up the mountain, and he sits at the top of the mountain. And the reason Matthew does this is if something happens on a mountaintop, it's really, really important. And putting Jesus sitting down at the top of the mountain is giving Jesus the image as if he is a king sitting on a throne. And then the disciples come to Jesus. In other words, the disciples are like the subjects of the king coming up to Jesus and at Jesus' feet, and they are going to ask Jesus questions. And so Matthew sets us up that this is a critical point, and it is the king of all kings who's now going to speak to us about what he expects out of his kingdom and what he expects out of his followers and his subjects in his kingdom. And he says to them very clearly, this is what I want, and this is what I expect. Now, I'm sure you have heard it said before, no news is good news, right? You've heard that phrase before, no news is good news? Well, I propose this morning that good news is bad news and bad news is good news. Did you follow all that? Good news is bad news, bad news is good news. Hear me out. Say you go to the doctor. You get up one God's given morning. And you go to the doctor, and you drive to the doctor's office. You get there about five, ten minutes early because you don't want to make everybody else late. And lo and behold, you get right in. You go in, you have your appointment, they draw blood, they get it on the first try. The doctor sees you, says, yep, everything looks good, good to go. You check out, and you go home. You get home, and your spouse turns to you and says, well, how'd it go at the doctor? What do you say? Yeah, we're good, nothing nothing to report. Okay, let's take this side of the story. Same God-given morning, you get up and you go to the doctor's office, and on the way there, some idiot pulls out in front of you and almost T-bones you. You get to the doctor's office, safe and sound. You go into the library, the lobby, you check in. You're sitting there at the lobby. You sit there for an hour, even though you were 10 minutes early because you didn't want to make anybody else late, and you sit in the lobby for an hour. You finally get called to go back into the room, and the nurse is crabby because she's running behind, and she's got 14 other patients, and she's got a thousand other things that she's doing, so she's kind of crabbing at you about the doctor and everybody else, and she's behind. She goes to draw blood. She tries four times in one arm. She can't get it, so she finally goes to the other arm, and she gets it on the second try in the other arm. The doctor finally comes in and says, ooh, 
I'm thinking we got some bad news and we're going to run some more tests. You go home and your spouse asks you how to go at the doctor. Yeah, now what do you say? Not so good. And you probably go on and say, you wouldn't believe on my way there. I almost got T-bone and they draw blood and look at me. I'm all like all pricked up like crazy and I'm bleeding out everywhere, but they couldn't get any blood. And you tell them everything and you probably even get on the phone and start telling everybody you know how lousy your morning has been already, right? Because in our opinion, bad news is good news. Now we've got a story to tell. We call the scripture the good news. But when you look at it, you really start to question I mean, let's be honest, when it comes to even the Gospels and Jesus' life, the Gospels begin with John the Baptist being beheaded. We got a bunch of shepherds that stink and are smelly and are wandering all over the place and nobody wants to hang out with them. We end up then with all kinds of people with all kinds of limps and diseases and smells and and a hemorrhaging woman who's bleeding everywhere and never stops. And we have tax collectors who come up to Jesus and he goes and he eats with prostitutes. And the gospel ends up with Jesus being crucified and hung on a cross. It's all bad news. And we call it the good book. But it is in that context that Jesus from the top of the mountain this morning looks down on the crowd and all of his disciples and he says, you know what, if that's what you think, you got it wrong. Because look around you. There is kindness. And there is mercy. And there are people practicing gentleness. And there are people being peacemakers. And they're living this gospel life that I am calling you to live. And they have embraced it and they're taking it on and they're living it day in and day out. And that is the good news that we're to proclaim. And just as Jesus says that to all those crowds gathered that God-given morning, so he says it to us today. Look around you. There are peacemakers in our midst. People who choose to give a gift of peace and speak a word of peace instead of division and hatred. There are people who share mercy instead of judgment, who share kindness. There are people here who share of the abundance of things that they've been given with those who need it. Our food pantry is a living example that weekend after weekend after weekend. Look around you for you are blessing the poor and those who are grieving and you are living that day in and day out. May that be the power of the spirit that lives in us. Please pray with me. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the podcast from All Saints Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. Please know that you are welcome to visit and worship with us anytime you're in the Quad Cities. You can also find us online at www.allsaintsdavenport.org. We are missionaries proclaiming Christ, and we pray that you have a blessed week surrounded by his love.